What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. Nice. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Damn Everyone's straight. go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. The great Andre has rejoined the show. Welcome back, brother. Let's go. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. To Buff Nation, to all our phenomenal listeners, <laughs> producer Alyssa, and RK. Definitely he, twerking. Rumors oh, are definitely twerking today. It's not even a conversation. Yeah. He's out there at Circa in Vegas and uh, living it up with the Broncos crew. So. Oh, man. You know, we're, stuff. we're just dedicated to the grind, though, Dre. You know, we, we, are, gotta, we, we just got to go to work. We love ball. We love <laughs> talking with each other. We love illegal Pete's. Can we make a point of grabbing lunch at Pete's next week, please? Absolutely. Okay. Alyssa, would you join us? Yeah. Sounds Let's really go. nice. Yeah. Buffs crew at Legal Pete's. Let's do it, baby. Phenomenal. Can't wait. Yes. All right. Um, How are you doing today, my friend? I'm great. Yeah? I am... Uh, I'm wishing that the national championship game was sooner. Um, yeah, it is that season where we start getting sad about yeah. football leaving us. But thankfully, with these jobs, we have reason to keep watching football even when the season's over. Well, we're just about to hit draft season, baby. Oh, I cannot wait. We coming. Um, all right, we'll get into a draft of our favorite transfers here in a bit. We'll talk some go. OCDC stuff. But we start off with this. Uh, Heismanads have been released from uh, a certain sports book. Yes. Not yes. one of our favorites, but no. Uh, no. a certain sports book has put out some odds and no Shador Sanders. We're just going to start there right off the top. Madness. Not even listed. It goes all the way down. There's like. Absolute madness. 15 to 18 guys on this list. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. And it goes down to plus 5,000 odds. No Shador Sanders. What I are mean, we doing? Yeah. it's uh, That jumps out. Whoever made these odds strikes you of someone that doesn't know ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like... Uh, they're like These odds are like if Stephen A. Smith made the odds, you know? Like, it's <laughs> all you... You only follow the big headlines. You mm -hmm. think that Ewers, Carson Beck, Jalen Milrow yep. are the favorites. Um, and Dylan Gabriel. You know, like, what are you, crazy? Insane. Um, you know, and then you don't have... Like, DJ Ugalele's on here. How is he even on here? It makes no sense. And, but no Shador, no Travis Hunter? Insane. How is Noah Fiafita not higher on here? I mean, we can Nuts. talk about him, but he was he's been balling since he got in the starting lineup. Absolutely incredible. He actually deserves to be on this list. Yes, <laughs> hottest team in the cut, but he doesn't deserve to be plus four thousand. No. He should be in the like Ewers range mm -hmm. in the plus seven fifties. Um you know, like Will Howard just transferred to Ohio State. Why is he not on here? They right. have Devin Brown on here. Nuts. Madness. Absolute madness. We even have uh Nico Iamaleva on here. He played the bowl game against Iowa. They beat the hell out of him. Threw 19 passes and one touchdown. And he is above almost all those guys you just mentioned. It's so SEC heavy. It's really uh really kind of disgusting. You know, Connor Wigman, the AM quarterback. Mm -hmm. Come on, get out of here. I mean, it literally is. It starts with Ewers. Yeah. 
Ewers, Beck, Milrow, Gabriel, Imaleva, Jackson, Arnold. These are all SEC <laughs> schools. Yeah, that's exactly right. Even J.J. McCarthy being plus 1,800. It's wild. It is wild. Um, Shador, yeah. Shador should be like... I mean, look, at least plus 2,000. In the plus 2,000 range is what I was going to say. Yeah. And Travis shouldn't be that far off. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It makes no sense. Let's talk through the path then. Also, no running backs. Just an upsetting list. It's literally all quarterbacks. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Let's talk about Shador's path to winning this award then. Let's. Because, I mean, it's clear. You win games and you put up numbers. That's how you win the Heisman Trophy, sure, right? Sure, But there He has are, already put up numbers. He has already put up numbers. And Ryan talked about this uh, yesterday. When you look at Shador's stats, there's, you know, you look at his freshman year at JSU. It's actually pretty similar statistically to what he did this last year uh-huh. at CU. Uh-huh. And he jumped up to, like, 40 touchdowns, like, Increased by nearly a thousand passing yards in that second year at JSU, there's gonna be a statistical increase for sure, absolutely. Well, if protection's better, I think the schedule might be easier. We forget that last year was mm-hmm. quite the gauntlet they had to play through. Oh, of course. Um, and then yeah, I mean the experience, the supporting cast around them, the protection, familiarity with the offense, which we'll get into when we talk coordinators. Um, yeah, it all lines up to where you'd think he should be poised for a really big year. Also, usually when you pick these Heisman odds, you kind of look at some of the passing yard leaders from a exactly. season ago. It's right up there. They don't I know, know ball. what these guys are doing. Um, along, like you said, you know, they don't easier. know ball, but th- this this smells of a anti-buff agenda. It's. I mean, it's on three who put this out first. Wow. They saw this and they wow. couldn't wait. Shots fired. <laughs> they I knew. love that. Um, love 247 that. did put it out today, too, as well. But when you look at this, uh, these odds down here at the bottom, Avery Johnson, Kansas State, is there. Jalen Daniels, Kansas, is there. They're on the schedule. Must wins. You got to beat those quarterbacks. You got to have big showings in those games. And... We can even talk to playoff here because they're talking how they're going to fix the AQs, the automatic qualifiers, because the Pac-12 has just disintegrated. They're going, I think they have to vote on it still, but they're Uh saying five AQs and seven at-larges. Seven at-larges is insane. Who would be the fifth AQ? Uh, G5. Right, as opposed to the six. Yep. Seven at larges is nuts. It's going to be madness. So even if you, mm. I mean, mm. I know LSU was like 12 or 13. I'll get the rankings pulled up here in a second. But those teams in that 8 to 12 range, 8 to even 15 range, are all two and three lost teams. Yeah. Actually, I do wonder how the 12-team playoff does change how we're looking at the Heisman race, you know, sure. Because now it's been so focused on those top four teams, um, that yeah, I mean, you wonder like the teams on the bubble would have been LSU, Arizona, and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and Fiafita could he have had more buzz had 
there been more of a conversation of, wait, Arizona's the sure. hottest team in the country. They should be in the playoff right now, you know? Yeah. Um, they will play, uh, I think, Arizona as well. I think they go to Tucson actually next year. So that's another guy. So there's three other contenders on this list. This isn't even mentioning all the actual upgrades the team has done in terms of the O-line. Right. Will Shepard, these wide receivers, Travis in year three. Uh-huh. Jimmy in year three or four, whatever he's in. Yeah. Oh, and hopefully a good run of health. Of course. For both those guys, you know. I mean, Shadur was definitely banged up by the end of the year. Is this just the anti-Colorado agenda then? You know, some of these I understand, and it's just a little bit, you know, not may, maybe not anti-anything. It's a bit of a, a, a simpleton's mindset, you mm -hmm. know, a bit of a, an idiot's Heisman <laughs> list, if you will. Um, but then, then when you see something like the A&M quarterback, that's where I really get suspicious of what are you up to here? Because A&M has just as hard of a path as Colorado. Sure. Harder. Of course. And if, if you watch Shadur and the Wigman kid, it's not, it's, it would be clear as day to you who, more, who is more likely between those two to be competing for Heisman next year. Clear as day. It's not close. <clears throat> right. I mean, NFL like draft evaluators still talk about Shadur being like QB three or four. If he were to come out this year. Of course. Year. Yeah. It's they just I don't know. It's insane because I feel like this time last year he was actually on some of these. Yes. Lists. Yes. So what changed when he went and proved he could play at an FBS level? He was obviously beating the hell up. Um, you yeah. know, the last episode yeah, yeah. of the Prime documentary came out. He had like a strained Achilles. Both ankles were, uh, I think, a lower grade sprain too. Uh -huh. then his back fracture, of course, like. The dude was held together by duct tape, basically, yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. Now you get this new and improved offensive line, Jordan Seaton in front of him. You tell me he can't be better? More stats? It's crazy. It's really wild, but there is, you know, there is a lot of doubt in Colorado, and people love to pile on after things didn't necessarily go as you would have hoped in the second half of the season last year. And, you know, people are taking their shots now. That's true. One more thing. I mean, Ewers and Milrow were just in the playoff. Yes. They're two of the top three on this list. Yeah. The other one being Carson Beck. Georgia could have been a playoff team this totally. year for sure. Totally. If Shador is on any of these teams. Oh, he's the top guy. Can you imagine? Exactly. Absolutely. He's the top guy. That's what doesn't make sense at all about any of this. JJ McCarthy also in the playoffs. He is. He's uh, and, uh, on this featured list on there, but lower. Plus eighteen hundred for him. Yeah, I mean, to me, those top three guys plus JJ, plus Fiafita, plus Shadur and Travis. That would be my short list. You mm -hmm. know, that's that's the beginning of my top ten right there. Everyone else, it's so hard to know. The Tennessee kid. Even Dylan Gabriel, I mean, that offense is going to be completely different at Oregon. No Bucky Irving, mm -hmm. no Troy Franklin, Franklin, I'm assuming. He's going to lose his starting center, mm -hmm. new conference. I mean, it's uh, it's all a complete unknown. Well, and we just saw what Bo Nix did this year, and he was, I think he was invited to New York, but yeah, it was a, it was really a one-man race, but it was a two-man race between Penix and Daniels at the end of the year. 
Yeah, I mean, once he lost twice to Washington, that was done and dusted. His ability, but he's like running this. Like all credit to him, he's putting up all these touchdowns, all these yards. Like, oh, I mean, that's why Gabriel's getting his respect. But again, you're projecting what Gabriel could do based on what Bo Nix can do. Mm -hmm. Colorado, you just need to project what Shadur Sanders did a year ago (laughs) with some improvement and some general team improvement. I can't wait for a team total to come out because if this is the perception. What's that line going to be set? Five and a half wins again? Some early ones have come out for six and a half. Which again, feels, feels low. Absolutely. Where are you going to vote them to finish in the Big 12 <laughs> this year, DC? Have you thought uh, about that? Higher than eight. That's Hell for sure. yeah. <laughs> good, good call. Higher than eight. Do we know? New conference. Do you do we know if you'll get a vote? I don't know. I didn't even know I had a vote till we were going through like media day credentials Great. and stuff. Let's submit those media day credentials now. Let's get the ball rolling I, on that, Jake. I don't okay. have Big 12 contacts yet. I don't oh, know. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we're in for some real learning experiences. Yeah, we folks. are. It's giddy up. It's, everyone's changing conferences here, bud. It's not just the team. So true. Even <laughs> even I'm preparing for this segment. You know, there's a, a list of commitments I'm going through. Yeah. To get to Colorado, Big 12. Yeah. Not Pac-12 yeah. anymore. It's going to be an adjustment you remember. for a second. Yeah. Well, and you can go to the Pac-12, and there's literally only two teams there. <laughs> That's so sad. Man. Isn't it? That's so I know. sad. Oh. It's just like kind of rubbing their nose in it. Like, look at what happened. Yeah, look at what you did really in this conference. Is. It really is. Oh, boy. Um, If Shador did have odds, what would they be, I guess, on this list? Like plus 10,000, I guess? Yeah, right, which anyone would hammer away. Yeah, if you find that line, go take it. Like the point of odds is to make, give out odds that are like reasonable to bet on. Mm -hmm. Not something that you can't even offer to the public where we'd hammer it (laughs) savagely, you know? Right. What are you doing? And then when all the lists come out, you know, the short list, the the preseason list, he'll be on that. Of course he will. There'll be no congruency here. We'll remember These this. line setters. Yeah, we don't forget. Remember this. We don't forget. January 5th that Shador was not on the list of Heisman Trophy <laughs> January candidates. 5th. Remember this. Yes, never forget. Uh, too bad we can't gamble on the Heisman odds out here in Colorado. But you can in Vegas, where our good friend RK is at Circa Sportsbook and Casino. Let's go. Uh, Circa. The wonderful Circa. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's not many places I'd rather be than here right now, but Circa's one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Love that for us. Uh, you know those guys are going to live it up. You can go hang out there uh, with them this weekend, or you can hang out with the Avs crew for Avs Nights. Pac-12 um, tournament coming up here in March, and the Mountain West tournament as well. Circa's just awesome, man. Massive casino. Uh, world class. They got stadium swim. They got 500 luxury rooms. Uh, it's adults only, so it makes all that ID process super, super easy. Book your stay with code DMVR20, and you can get 20% off. Also, check out the Circus Sportsbook that's available in Colorado. Download the app at circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Nicely done. Last night, all-time night of incredible uh, sports. Just incredible. Avs, buff, sadly, not what we hope for, but there's a long season ahead. And we were able to watch it all thanks to Fubo TV. Sign up. Use the link in our description, fubotv.com slash D 
DNVR. Check out the QR code. I have loved them. I've got their app on my Roku TV. Super easy to sign in. You go. I, I, me and the family, maybe we share a few profiles, you know, so everyone can get in on the fun. Uh, I can log in with it on the ESPN app to get even more stuff there. It's been awesome to use. You, of course, get ESPN. No blackouts on Fox or any of that. Um, and Altitude, Pac-12 Network, NFL Network. Their Red Zone package is super affordable. Last week to get in on the fun with Red Zone. Um, you name it, man. I've been I've been a little tennis-pilled. Wow. I've been grinding some tennis channel stuff. You know, great matchups. They've got that <laughs> available to you. Holy shit. I saw they had Italian League basketball on there one day. Fubo goes hard. Fubo goes so hard. If you know ball, for example, these Heisman odds people, if they had Fubo, <laughs> probably they, true. they would be able to know <laughs> yes. Dylan Gabriel, you're a little premature to put him <laughs> at under plus 2,000. So don't be like these idiot odds makers for the Heisman. <laughs> be a ball knower and get in on the fun with Fubo. Watch all your favorite college football. And NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DMVR to sign up for 15% off your first month. And, you know, it's all streaming. You can cancel month to month. It's a beautiful deal. I love it. It's the future of television. Check them out, man. You just reminded me this is the last weekend of NFL Red Zone, and now I'm even more sad for it's this weekend. It's super sad, man. Can't believe I know. This. I know. I mean, it happens to us every year. It's uh, like we can't believe the football season is over and we have such mixed feelings because we kind of get our lives back. Yeah. But it's, it's football not the same. is our lives, yeah. you know? Like, it's not ah, the same. What, was it worth having this life back if this life doesn't <laughs> have football, you know? What life true. is it if it is a footballless life? Very it's true. tough. Very tough. Very tough. Uh, you know, they call it seasonal depression. <laughs> But it's actually really off just seasonal. yeah, it's off season <laughs> depression. <laughs> that's what they. That's, that's what Oh god, that's good stuff, Jake. I like that. <laughs> All right, um, the portal's closed. We've seen a few names kind of trickle in and out um, this week. Willie Gaines, Kendrick Breedlove have left. Um, some guys have entered the portal from other schools. Quidshawn Jenkins. Uh, that one was crazy. Yeah. Um, but we're going to kind of, in a way of reviewing this transfer class, we're yes. going to draft our favorite transfers here. Let's go. Who is first on this, Alyssa? Me, I guess. Yeah. Love it. Snake draft. Style. All right. Snake draft. Hell That's yeah. Fair. Uh, with my first pick, I got to go Will Shepard. You just, you got to. We just spent a whole segment yeah. talking about Shador winning the Heisman. Yeah, he's a big part of that. It's gonna be because of Will Shepard that we're gonna have those conversations next season. He is just a plug and play Xavier Weaver replacement. He's even a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um with a little more pop to him. Yeah. I mean, this guy has great length. Uh he has no problem taking the ball off DB's heads mm -hmm. like he will go up and over the top for any big plays. He can make big plays with his legs. Yeah. He's going to be a beast at Colorado. Will Shepard, number one. Uh, that's a great pick. Um, 
I really came into this if I had the second and third pick thinking the the ideal goal would be to get Wiggins and Shepard in this one two um because yeah Shepard just has me super intrigued of all the transfers he's the one who's shown the most already at the college level so a bit more of a safe pick in some ways and yet still tons of upside still tons to get excited about and sell yourself on so good pick credit to you um so yeah and my first pick is going to be quincy wiggins let's go the all-world defensive lineman out of lsu this is a kid who you know coming into his draft class into his uh recruiting class was top recruit in louisiana yeah super highly touted a kid they were able to get out of baton rouge out of lsu um he's got the size he had the size as a true freshman um and he's in a position of heavy need Mm -hmm. i think the impact could be absolutely instant and uh mesmerizing what wiggins can do on that defensive front i also think there's going to be some versatility the ability to use them you know sure a little bit inside outside a uh, great pick, man. I mean, I, RK is all on uh, Samuel Okanlola, the pit edge, mm, yes. to be the breakout edge. Yes. I'm with you, though. I think Quincy Wiggins uh, has a chance to be a complete game changer for this defense for all the reasons you just said. Yeah. There's, what, three or four edges we've picked up in this uh, transfer class, and yes. all of them are very promising. So, great pick. You go again. Yeah, and him I like because it's not just his edge ability but i think that defensive line help he can provide like if yeah. it is still a front three mm-hmm. which what would you guess what even front odd front we keep oh. what, <laughs> what coach kelly was point. doing yeah um, wide open. i don't know tough to say I mean, again we we have a whole new team or kind of whole new pieces to really deal with here <laughs> Like With how they've recruited, I wouldn't be surprised if you went to a four-man line, though, right? Like, try to limit those bigger dudes. Right. And with guys like Quincy Wiggins, yeah. who is just massive. Because he could pay, play some three technique, right? And be your, like, oh, penetrating sure. defensive tackle. Yeah, he's at, like, 275. Why yeah. not? Um, Keaton Wade is another 250-pound edge rusher. Yes, he's big. Okanlola is only listed at 235, but he looks like another big kid. He's six foot four as well. Yeah. I don't know, though. They went with a lot more standing edges this last year. I, it's, it's tough to say at this point. I don't know. What would you do? <sighs> I think I'd probably go four-man front. Yeah? Yeah. Big 12 is so many three-man fronts. It's so yeah. many, like, super light three-three-fives. With like two hundred and fifty pound edge rushers as one of your front three, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like that's how K State, TCU right. plays. Iowa State, nuts, yeah, man. yeah. Um, Ukin Lola is going to be my second pick, though. I'm going to double up on the defensive line. Bookends the uh, you know the pit edge rusher. He's really just uh, he's got three years of eligibility for reals. Yeah, he was a uh, I believe a redshirt freshman last year, or maybe a true freshman. Crazy to think. No those- redshirt freshman. Those highlights you watch from him of Pitt are him as a like in his first year in yeah. the uh, ACC, right? Mm-hmm. Nuts with six tackles for a loss, five sacks. The length really stands out. Yeah, I think there's a ton of uh, extra weight he can put on, but the 
the pass rushing chops are evident to see and he's just got like a real clean path to how he operates and does things you know it's just like yep length agility this guy's got it he'll be able to get after the passer very excited for what uh the former pit panther number eight brings to the table you think he gets to keep number eight I know, obviously, single digits are a big deal in this uh, team. Was anyone rocking eight last year? And the, the chat can help us out. I can look up a roster while you make your next pick. I'm trying to think who was number eight last year. I'm going to have to look it I've up. I've got it right here. Oh, it's Jaquez. Oh, the well, then. So, I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't know if, I mean. Some badass jersey swag from Jaquez and the eight jersey. I think we may need a reshuffling of the single digits, though, for Dang, many reasons. you heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here Just first. Just saying, we have a few openings now. Uh, Javon Antonio, I mean, four is available on the offensive side of the ball, so uh-huh. we'll see. Okay. Good pick, though. I like getting the bookends there. I'm going to go Preston Hodge. It's uh, a good one. Former, You've been very high on Preston. The former Liberty defensive back played corner, kind of played all over the place for them. Yeah. Played in the slot, would like switch sides on which corner he played. Ball um, hawk. He's, he's a ball hawk. He could probably play some safety as well. Yeah. He uh, was a Juco player for two years before he got to Liberty last year and was basically the best defensive back in the G5. Uh, had the ball production, had the coverage grades, yeah. just had everything. So give me Preston Hodge to kind of solidify the secondary and uh, wherever he fits in, whether it's safety or nickel, opposite Travis, whatever it is. It's a great pick. I mean, having a playmaker like that back there is going to be huge. Um, And, I mean, I went more upside. You went more immediate. Like, you hope Quincy and Sam Lola. Sure can contribute next year. And I mean, they're huge positions of need to kind of like achieve your tippy top goals. You're going to need those guys, or at least some of these dudes on that edge and D line room to step up. Right. For the bus to really achieve what they need. Shepard and Hodge, you're not hoping you need them. Yeah. To kind of be as advertised. Right. Yeah. Interesting split there. I got two grad transfers. You got two young kids. Right. I've always been about upside, you know, I feel that. Uh, me again, huh? Yeah. All right. I'm kind of torn here, man. Yeah, now I'm worried. I'm worried. I feel like I kind of have to take DJ Lundy, but... Ryan would approve. He would approve. But then I think of guys like Tyler Johnson and Justin Mayers at the guard position. Yeah. Which was probably the worst position on the team last year. Yeah. Were the guards. Uh Uh-huh. Even someone like Chidozi Wonkwo, just a fire hydrant in the middle of that defensive line, what that could do for you. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take Tyler Johnson. Oh, man. I'm going to take Tyler Johnson. It's a great pick. Um, Very strong hands. It's a really great pick. A mauler. Yeah. Just a lockdown guard, basically. Both those guys. I mean, you could, I could have gone either way here and felt perfectly fine with Mayers. For sure. Or Tyler Johnson, just having giving Shador time and not allowing pressure in his face immediately off the snap mm-hmm. is going to change so many things. So give me uh, yeah. Tyler Johnson. 
proven starter. He brings the size. I mean, he's going to be a tone setter up front. I think a really important guy for Jordan Seaton, any other recruits yep. they might bring in and uh, really help him provide a steadying force. And, I mean, again, a tone-setting type of guy to kind of rely upon to open holes for the run game yep. and just straight-up set the tone. Okay. My final two picks. We'll make things easy with this first one and go DJ Lundy. Um, love all the content you guys have put out on Lundy. Love how good he is against the run, how stout he is as a downhill linebacker and run defender you know um 6-1-244 just what the doctor ordered mm -hmm. and you know less speculative than some of the linebackers that were on this unit last year this guy was doing it at a high level in the acc last year and um you know we should fully expect that he's gonna kind of pick up where he left off and really fill that need you know sure. we'll see who you have playing linebacker next to him but he's gonna be your two down you know hammer downhill taking care of those rundowns and what have you we saw um, what this defense looked like when they had a great veteran linebacker and juju mitchell out there and you get another one now um who's hopefully going to be available for all 12 games next year all potentially 13 14 games next year it's a great point um and I mean, Juju could have had 115, 130, even more tackles yeah, yeah. this year if right. he kept playing at that level right. and was available the entire season. Yeah, I just think of how how often we were talking after games and being like, man, it wasn't for Shiloh or Trevor cleaning up, uh, how many more yards do mm -hmm. does Team X have yep. against the Buffs in the open field? DJ should really help alleviate that and just be be there checking guys over the middle sure. you know that's gonna be lots of fun this final pick is so hard yeah where are you going here so hard um part of me wants to double up on edge and um triple up on edge I triple up that's exactly right and go with like keaton wade and the size that he brings from from K kentucky chidozia nuanko what he did at Houston and how he fills a need. He's extremely intriguing. I tell you, Walter Taylor has me very intrigued. Yeah? Yes. Walter Taylor guy. Walter huh? Taylor. Yes. The quarterback wow. out of Andy, the size athleticism. <clears throat> what some special packages could look like for him, sure. you know, and just, I mean, not having that huge drop off from your backup is really massive. Mm -hmm. That's, that's part of like taking that next step in your maturity as a program. And you've mentioned him already, Justin Myers, UTEP. I really like the tape I saw of him. Um, he just moves really well. Yep. He's a really solid guy, you know, um, and he gets downhill. I, I love those guys who move well, get downhill on poles, you mm -hmm. know, block well at the second level. And Justin Myers is that. So, you know, I've gone projection early. I'm going to go a smidge safer and go with a proven starter. Um, a guy who at least was getting all conference honorable mentions at UTEP. Give me Justin Myers here. Nice pick. Thanks, buddy. One of the better offensive linemen in the entire G5 as well, I think. That's right. 
um, and just a road grader. Graded out extremely yeah. high in yeah. his run grade. Do you think he nice. starts? Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's Tyler Johnson and Justin Mayer. Both played left guard, so it's going to yeah. be interesting to see who flips. But those are your starting guards. Mayer's got some stuff to his game where I think he could even play center if they wanted to convert him and fill that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we got to find a center too. Yep. Tyler Brown's working at center. I know. Um, Love that. It could be one of these two, Tyler Johnson or mm-hmm. even uh, Justin Mayer's as well. And they brought in a center. They brought in Yukiri Walker too. Right. He's just got to bulk right. up. So right. if he gets bulked up, I mean, it's wide open. There's It's four or five, probably even more guys in contention for yeah, that Yeah, I mean, it's great to have all that depth there. really is. For my last pick, I'm between two guys. Uh, Chidozi, Wonkwo again. Yeah. And then uh, Shaman Mater, the tight end out of Cincy. Yes, a big name that I could have probably talked about more but did not. I mean, it's fair. Yeah, no, I mean... You got a starting offensive lineman, the starting, probably the leading tackler on next year's team. There. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have to take care of uh, my bread and butter. Exactly. The trenches <laughs> on, on those later picks. What is the case for Shimon Mater? The case for Shimon Mater is uh, just looking at what Michael Harrison did this season mm-hmm. and thinking about what that would look like with someone who has been playing tight end who doesn't have to learn a position who is more filled out with their frame um yeah. just bigger more able to be a complete y rather than a flex y yes. um mismatch problem you're not like i don't want to say the field was tilted against them it's just they never had a he was a non-factor in the run game michael harrison was right. like right. just complete non-factor he couldn't he just wasn't big enough or capable enough to block you know, these big edges or these 5-3 techniques, uh, guys coming across on split zones and stuff. So Right. Um, that's the Shaman Mateer argument. I do feel like since I already took Will Shepard, though, I got to take Chidozi. Uh, he, we need a defensive presence yeah. in the middle. He has production. He's done it before. Um, kind of just a gritty player. Was a three-star recruit coming out of Texas, went mm-hmm. stayed at Houston, kind of a hometown kid. Um, and just played a lot of football. 41 career games. Yeah, you love um, that. Has gotten into the backfield. Has blocked kicks. Uh, and, you know, you talk yeah. about Houston. You think about guys like Ed Oliver, who were slightly yeah. undersized, yeah. who played with great leverage. Yeah. No, he's very active. I mean, that's the thing. It's just a factor. He impacts the game in mm-hmm. a ton of different ways. So you got to love that. Yeah, I think that's a good pick right there. It's a really good pick. You went with the veterans, man. I you did. really went veteran heavy yeah. here. But I get it. I mean, probably the easier guys to evaluate, too. Look at these names, though. Those That's probably eight starters. Eight new starters you got in from the portal. Like, I don't know. Maybe one of the edge guys, Wiggins or Lola, loses out to Keaton Wade or something. But, like, right, right. those guys are all going to play a lot. And they are all steps up from who they are replacing in a big way absolutely in a huge way i mean especially on the offensive line the immediate plug and play the guy who's probably the least of an upgrade is will shepherd our first overall pick right because zay was so good already. right but yeah. the upside's tremendous and i mean i think the upside especially of our top four picks mm-hmm. 
what those guys could be as far as contributors, not just high-end contributors, but full-on superstars, guys who should be on the all Big 12 you know, preseason watch list types. Right, for sure. Um, yeah, you really understand kind of the high-end talent that was brought in on this transfer class. Well, and just the difference between last year and this year. I mean, yeah. they said it at the end of the last episode of the Coach Prime documentary, you know, last year they were building a roster. Like, the cupboards mm -hmm. were bare, mm -hmm. empty. Um, so they just had to get bodies in. This year they're finding starters. They're about – it's about improving – the top end rather than from improving everything from the ground up. Yes. Yeah. Simply finding guys who can play, let's say. Right. No disrespect to the guys oh, prior. Of course, but, but um, these guys are brought in for a reason, though. Yeah. No, 100%. You want to tell the people about our friends at Circle K? Circle K, man. This has been such an awesome partnership. It's kind of amazing because they just opened one up close to my house. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to enjoy Circle K much easier right now. And they have all sorts of great offers. For starters, super easy to become a member and start stacking those points. You know, you go there regularly for gas anyways. Start buying other items. You want a little drink in the morning, a little snackety snack, what <laughs> have you. Start accumulating those points and get some bonuses. Easy to download their app. Use our QR code. Um, you can enter your email and phone number to fully enroll. And after that, all you need is a phone number to get deals. And, you know, you just pump that in at the pump. Your first five fill-ups of gas are 25 cents off a gallon. That's uh, incredible savings right there. And then uh, your first five Polar Pops are free. Let's go. <laughs> what? Hell of a and, deal. And uh, every six free on several items such as pizza roller grill um dispense beverages donuts and more sign up with the qr code on screen or visit circlek.com slash inner circle for more information circle k been awesome to work with those guys can't wait for some of the other stuff we have coming with them but yeah check them out stop out circle k Get in on becoming a member, download the app, all that fun stuff, and take uh, take advantage of these amazing deals. I love Circle K. I love Breck Brew as well. Uh, I wasn't here last night, but I imagine this could have last night could have been one of the all time nights oh, here. Oh yeah, I heard it was just riotous Electric. for these uh, these two. <laughs> Dubs, just incredible stuff. Unfortunately, uh, RK and I were hanging out <clears throat> watching the Buffs get absolutely destroyed. Boy, oh boy. I watched him pull out a, one of the most miraculous Madden wins I've ever seen in my life. Wow. It was ridiculous. What an active evening for you. <laughs> yeah, it was huh? a good time. Um, but anyway, shout out to Breck Brew. Come down to the DMVR bar. Uh, beer of the month is still the Christmas sale. January? Let's send it. <laughs> okay, let's send it. <laughs> Come down, get the beer of the month for six bucks here. Uh, try some of our favorites Avalanche Amber, Mile High City Gold, and Broncos Country Pale Ale. All that good stuff. Um, check out their seltzers. Breck's just the best. Use their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com and you can find a Breck Brew near you. Nailed it. All right, so let's talk about. I want to get first your thoughts on defensive coordinator here. 
Um, I can't remember if we've actually talked, if you and I have talked offensive coordinator on this show or not. Not on this show, no. But we're we need two coordinators. Yeah. And so, you know, you know ball. You watch the tape. Sure. You've sure. watched a lot of these guys that we're going to talk about. Yeah. As play callers, as head coaches. Yes. Let's start with defensive coordinator. Um, we had six candidates earlier in the week. Uh huh. Um, let's see if I can remember them all. Lovey Smith. Yeah. Mike Zimmer. Yes. Brian Flores. Yeah. Ed Reed slash Ray Lewis, and Ken Norton Jr. All six right there. How about that? Ed Reed slash Ray Lewis. I hadn't heard that one before, Jake. They've been throwing out Ed Reed and Ray Lewis in the same breath. Oh, my God. Hey, they patrolled uh, that Baltimore defense. They were both teammates with Coach Prime back oh then. Oh, my gosh. I'm shook. Sap's already coming in. Why not add more Hall of Famers? Yeah, I mean, boy, you'd really be hurting the U then. You know, already FSU <laughs> is in shambles That's over their Coach fault, Prime. Man. Um, you'd really be hurting the you then, which sounds good. That is a tough one to evaluate because I'm not as familiar with those guys' schematic resumes. Let's well, say. so Ed Reed, we learned, um, I could pull it up exactly. He was chief of staff at Miami for a year or two. Uh huh. Um, here, he was chief of staff from 2020 to 2021 and was senior football advisor in 2022 and then that's when he was hired to coach bethune cookman this time last year and then we were going through that whole saga with him where everything was just a mess and he basically just right they asked him to leave pretty much right right ray lewis i don't know what he's doing i don't think he's coaching either yeah no i i don't imagine the only one from college on that list is uh, Ken Norton Jr. then, right? Yep, current linebackers coach at UCLA. At UCLA, and he's been around the block at a long time. He was a DC for the Seahawks, 18 to 21, DC for the Raiders, 15 to 17, coached the linebackers for the Seahawks during the Legion of Boom time, linebacker coach all the way back at USC in the 04 to 08 days. Um, and now linebackers coach for that UCLA defense, which had me really impressed. They were fantastic this yeah, last year. They were dominant. He'd be really interesting. Um, with those Seattle chops, would you expect more cover three? There's, interesting. His fronts um, have been really aggressive. Um, well, look, Travis, you can play any coverage, yes, obviously. Yes, Um certainly. Cormani, I still believe, can be molded into like a man corner. Absolutely. Um, he's just got that length. But, but then again... As a press cover three guy, exactly spectacular. So that's intriguing, though. Right? Have Shiloh patrolling as like your Cam Chancellor yes, or yes. even your Earl Thomas-ish yes. type of mold. And then Preston Hodge back there, too. Right. Deep. And that's intriguing. Mix and match those fronts or... I, Wiggins I'm, could be that kind of Michael Bennett, yeah. big edge that makes it feel like your four-man front is more like a three-man front because mm -hmm. then one of the edges is heavy, one of the edges is light. Yep. Michael Bennett, Bruce Irving, yeah. you remember that? I like this. Norton would be really intriguing for me. Um, kind of feels like a, at a great point in his career. Lovey Smith would be very intriguing. I mean, let's face it, Lovey as far say what you will about Lovey as an offense as a head coach. Sure. 
But as a defensive mind, this is one of the guys um, who, you know, has really established that that cover two, that Tampa two, taking it to other levels and stuff. Um, And, you know, just a phenomenal teacher and a guy who can really coach defense and can really coach it, especially on the back end, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Like, just let the guys up front one gap and get after it. And then we're going to get we're going to have some fun on the back end and in the Big 12 against maybe more spread offenses. I'd love to see that cover two that often transforms into almost cover four, you know. I'm, yeah, pretty much one of the same. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways and and how that could neutralize these Deacon dunk spread air raid fast paced tempo. That'd be really intriguing. I think Lovey would really fit the personnel they have. Mm-hmm. You know, again, Travis can play anywhere. Right. But as a like as your peanut Tillman. Oh yeah. It's like, hey, just read and react. We've already seen things that it's like, <laughs> yeah. Holy sh like this kid's ability to read and react and jump on the ball is like it's world class. A few others we've seen, yeah. even in the pro guys like us who study this shit been doing it for 20 you know like mm-hmm. grinding tape for a while yeah very intrigued brian flores oh my god i mean what a coordinator he's uh, been molded by belichick mm-hmm. uh what he's done with minnesota this year is absolutely amazing I and mean, he's turned that defense around they don't even have a ton of superstars you know they're just yeah. like he's just making it work in the college game i wonder how that would work you know, mm-hmm. um, I've probably broken down B flow before, you know, more NFL. It's a lot more different looks, more exotic fronts, yeah. more mix and match coverages. You know, there's there's less of an identity I can like break break down right off the top, like Ken Norton Jr. Right. Or Lovey. And that that's appealing, right? Be multiple like that's very appealing. It's also like, you know, a guy like that's coming the way Coach Lewis was coming, right? Right. Like, this is kind of a stop. It's like a, it's a cool test mm-hmm. in between head coaching jobs, essentially. For sure. And so if we're doing that, I'd love someone that could help me more establish a long-term schematic identity than more of a genius who can come in, mix and match, diversify you. But then when he leaves, we're back to kind of step one. Right, you know? right. Um, and then Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Is there anyone who else did I forget? Am I forgetting there? Uh, Mike Zimmer, but... Um, Zim's really interesting. I love Zimmer. He is, but my whole thing is, is he was so heavily rumored last year. Coach Prime mentioned him by name multiple times, saying he was coming, and he never came. I feel like this situation kind of passed by already, or this possible, um, I don't know, reuniting between the two, because they were at Jackson together. Is he basically just collecting checks from having like the last NFL team that fired paid? him? Is the Vikings still paying him? Gosh, I can't even remember. Like, What was he up to last? Uh, Before Coach Prime entered his life, 
that was it. He was Vikings head coach from 2014 to 2021. Was Jackson State analyst slash consultant in 2022. And uh, I haven't heard much no, no, from man. or about him since. You know, and he comes from that since he... He's another, like, cover two guy, I think. Uh, I, what I remember from Minnesota, they did that double A-gap pressure a lot. They like to stack the front up, kind of spread it out, yeah. um, walk two guys up there, and then yeah. they obviously drafted a ton of cornerbacks. Yep. Um, I, that could have been more just George Payton at that time or whoever was calling the shots. Yeah, but that's true. He's... That's what I when I think of Mike Zimmer's defense. That's what I think of those yeah. two linebackers stepped right up in the center's face. Right, 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 right. And then they had those big ass defensive tackles that yep, could kind of exactly, like, you know, take up three gaps on their own. Um, From what you said, Ken Norton Jr. I mean, that intrigues me the most. It's really intriguing. It's just what we talked about on Tuesday. RK and I is that. You know, Coach Reed of 247 is out here tweeting it's a splash. Like, all due respect, Ken Norton Jr., I don't think we're making a splash with Ken Norton Jr. No. It's more of a normal hire, right? Of you're, course, yeah. You're upgrading a really good linebacker's coach who has experience as a D.C. It's not not splashy. No, I think it'd be a fantastic hire. But, yeah, I mean... Brian Flores, for example, quite quite a bit more flashy. Just the name alone there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, is Lovey Smith the kind of splash you're thinking of? I'm not so sure. He feels more like a splash to me. That's still the that's who we kind of singled out as the favorite on Tuesday. That's still kind of the direction I'm leaning. Unless Those guys would be really cool. There's a mystery candidate out there who we haven't talked about. Real quick, let's switch to OC before we wrap this up then. Okay. Pat Shermer sounds like he's going to be the favorite. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, this is a saga that's been going on three-ish months now. Basically, since the, what game was it? Oregon State was the first game they made the change for Pat Shermer. So beginning of November. Right. Either way, we haven't heard anything. Yeah. And to me, what I think is going on is they're waiting on someone. They're waiting to hear from someone who is potentially still coaching, still playing, or is trying to gauge the NFL market and see if they could potentially join or rejoin an NFL team. Someone mm -hmm. like Byron Leftwich, who mm -hmm. spent the year off, who was obviously an NFL-quality offensive coordinator. Certainly. Um, Brett Bartoloni was the other favorite we talked about. After that, you kind of get into, you know, Dana Holgerson's, um, the uh, Brennan Marion at UNLV, you know, these current and former OCs. Yeah. And then your long shots, guys like David Shaw, Chip Kelly. Um, I mean, Eric Bieniemy is a name we threw out there, too. When you started describing the profile, Bieniemy was kind of a, hmm. I wonder if. I, there's too much to overcome, I think, to bring him back, though. I know. And EB's done this before. Mm -hmm. His commitment to his alma mater, unquestionable. His chops as a play caller, can't be questioned either. Just, yeah, doesn't feel like right time in his career. Yeah. Um, Leftwich would be really intriguing. 
Chip Kelly would be amazing. Left, which really intrigues me just because of the Brady triangle. Obviously, Shador and Brady's got the relationship, but then you add in Leftwich too. Yeah. Who coached him? Yeah. I know. That would be that'd be something. I'd love a Dana Holgerson. But what you just said for Leftwich, I don't I think you're right. I think Coach Prime's thinking. I want more of an NFL mind. Pat Shermer is definitely too. Right. I mean, that was part of the selling point for Shermer. So, yeah, I'd be surprised if they went, like, heavy on a guy who has a very, like, college offense identity. Right. That includes Chip Kelly, honestly. Sure. I mean, I, I completely get it. I just feel like I don't know how many more head coaching chances Chip Kelly is going to get. No, I know. So I know. I know. Is there anything anywhere we're overlooking? I don't know. I, I truly don't know. What's it's your preferred combo of those preferred coordinators? Preferred combo of all of those. Um give me preferred and then your most your prediction, your most likely. Okay, so I would love to have Chip Kelly as the offensive coordinator. Jeez. However that could however that works. God, that's um, they're still hiring coaches and stuff, so he's I don't think he's leaving. But I think that'd be so much fun. Brennan Marion really intrigues me. Yeah. UNLV OC. So one of those two, and then I'd throw either uh, Lovey or Ken Norton Jr. out there. Who I think it's gonna be is Pat Shermer and at this moment I'd say Lovey Smith. That's who I think it's going to be. Be bad. Two guys who were head coaches in the NFL just a couple of years ago. Yep. Um, I think my personal preference, I on, I think Chip Kelly's like just straight up unrealistic. I, I agree. No, I and agree. not a recruiter. So I don't know how if he even fits. It's, a lot of yeah, weird stuff yeah, going no, on hey, out there. Right. <laughs> Would be... Like, would a Cliff Kingsbury be? He made the list, too. Yep. He made the list, too. Right? Because why not? Of course. Look at the quarterbacks he's coached. I'd go Dana, offense, Ken Norton Jr. defense. That'd be fun, too. Dre's picks, you know. That'd be fun, too. Yeah. We'll see, though. We continue to wait. Await patiently, yes. Shout out to our good friends over at Bacchus and Shanker. They're here to help Colorado families win and have been doing so for 25 years. No fees to speak to them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. You can go check them out in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They got more than 30 lawyers and 100 people on staff. Uh, They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. So if you are injured... In a car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks, or even at work, you know who to call. Smash the two, 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 to find out if you have a case for free, Bacchus and Shanker wins. Boom. Boom. Well done. All right. Um, we're going a little long, so uh, let's get through these questions. Oh, no. We've gone long? Alyssa, no, one, no other guest on this show goes It's always long. you, huh? Like, 
I'm just like talking ball with you guys. You like it's if you great. want to cut us cut us out, you know, like cut me off. No. You can move on. It's totally uh, we got five questions. Let's go. We have five questions. I love it. Get your super chat in now if you want it. Um, also like the like the show. Yeah, leave us a like so I don't get bullied by the buffs <laughs> in the office that the numbers are down when our case goes. Subscribe going. to the channel, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Damn straight. All right, Justin, uh, is the book just trying to limit exposure on a huge amount of money coming in early? You do want... They are such a public-heavy team. Yeah? You do that wonder is true. how much that could... But then... Aren't you kind of you inviting just, it in, Right, though? like the, the point of the sportsbook business is to get people to bet on your app. It's not to keep them away. Right. And if Shadur's so hot, then just... Make them the betting favorite. Put him at plus 200. Right. Yeah, if you think he's that much of a liability. Yeah, there's an easy solution to this. Yeah, yeah, that would be the way to fix it if you think it's a liability. Make him yes. a heavy favorite. Yes. Or make it almost not worth betting on. Don't make him plus 10,000 or whatever it is where you could get right. murdered. Right. Just destroyed. Good These question. Bucks, man. Uh, Colorado Buff says, will Shador make All-American? Ooh. Heavy competition, but this would be a great year to do it. I mean, in terms of returning quarterbacks, we just went through a bunch of them with those yeah, Heisman odds. Yeah, for sure. For my money, it's all Shador Sanders, man. I don't, no sure. one just has I the mean, poised talent combination. Like, I think it's going to be him and Carson back. And Carson's losing a lot of weapons. So, at Georgia, you know, but I mean, I think those are the two guys I'd put my money on. So Jaden Daniels won it uh, this year, and second team was Penix. Yeah. Um, do we have an honorable mention? I don't see one. I actually think there might have been a third team, and that was Bonix. Oh, was there? Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Um, if Bonix can do it, Shador can. I believe in him. No doubt. We believe. <laughs> we are believers, of Jake. Uh, Master Stickwork says, any word on any linebackers or DTs committing? <sighs> I haven't really heard too much. No, it's been huh? quiet. It's We're been in quiet. between We're signing days and portal closing. Yeah. A little calm before the storm right now. This week, other than the Charles Kelly stuff, this week was very, very chill, which is kind of weird for this team. Yeah, it is. How much of that? I mean, we're we're asking about two defensive positions. How much of that is because, you know, things are a bit on hold with the with the changeover at D.C.? I mean, I think it's completely valid. Uh, Charles Kelly was out last time. I think you were on the show. He was out at uh, Buford. Yeah, that's like right. Like recruiting his ass off. Right, like recruiting. So offering six guys from three exactly. different classes. Like yeah. exactly. So that could be something, but yeah. they obviously haven't shown a real. They don't feel like they need to name an OC yet. Right. So I don't know if that's gonna take that long too. I mean, obviously they're gonna have to make a decision at some point, but they really are just taking their time. Yeah, it makes you wonder. DJ says, do you think there isn't enough talk about everyone returning who have had a year to develop and now will give better depth? Um, talking about, I'm assuming s current roster. That's what he's talking yeah. about. 
Uh, this is so, we'll talk about this. Some of the younger cats, you know. I mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good point because this roster, you know, that's the thing. All these coaching changes, they add up, and it's not even your immediate starters. It's the guys who you're developing. Yes, for the next year or so. Um, we'll, we will definitely. And that's get to where this. some continuity should really help. If not next week, very very soon after that, uh, talking about breakout candidates who are returning. Right. Um, it's a great conversation to have, and you look at who they brought in last year, a lot of young guys. This is a pretty young team. Last year's team was. Yeah. They're going to be another year together. Like, this isn't... There are more common instances, I guess, where more traditional recruiting, high school recruiting, yeah. where they stay together right. for longer. But in this portal era, this team is returning a lot. Oh, it's huge. Jay says, don't you guys think we need to have an off... An offensive and defensive Heisman has become the New York City Annual Quarterback Award. Yeah. It's... I know. That's... I don't know. Because when you do that, though, I feel like the Heisman Trophy kind of loses its meaning. it's not the Heisman anymore. Yeah. I know. That's what makes those seasons so special. Like when Devontae Smith wins it and... Yes, absolutely. You have a running back for 2,000-some yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you get the rare defensive finalist. Um, and look, even years where we get Jaden Daniels or Lamar Jackson, like the winner isn't from one of the top five teams, I think that's good for the sport as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping, th- hoping that like opening up the playoffs gets us focused on a bit more than just the same old two, three teams, the same old two, three quarterbacks. And this award that's so special and unique can go back to being a a slightly better representation of all the things that make college football so cool Mm -hmm. and, you know, exciting and unique to follow. It's, um, I don't know. I don't know what you do to fix it because it's just not the same anymore for whatever, whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Any last-minute Super Chats or anything? Yeah, kind of a chill week for the show, really. Love that for us. I mean, that means that something's going to be coming down the pipeline sooner than later. You know. Well, you're waiting on plenty of news, so it's going to come sooner or later. Coach is sitting on a lot right now. Always Uh, fun. Never a dull moment, Drake. Cannot wait for spring ball. Yeah, that's going to be dope for sure. All right. Appreciate you, Dre. You're the best, brother. You are the best. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yes, sir. Let's go Buffs. We all silly like the mayor. 